Mike Lawson. And hello to everybody listening. My name is Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay. Bay uh, uh-huh. Joe lives in LA. <laughs> we have been friends for over 15 years and we're getting so good at this because we, uh, you know, we just started. Uh, but catching up. <laughs> yes, what, Mike Lawson. Every week. <laughs> every Without fail. Week. So, um, hey guys, we're kind of on a little hiatus. If you listen to the lap- last episode, what's wrong with me? If you listened to the last episode, you're aware of that. Um, but we're putting something else out there. Right, Joey? Yes, we are, Mike Lawson. Yes, we are. So we do every five years <laughs> without fail. So uh, we're approaching, or we just passed, I'm sorry, episode number 200 for catching up. Um, but 100 episodes ago, we put out oh uh, a couple of clip shows. Yeah. And it was... Um, we split it. So I did a clip so a clip show of my favorite episodes uh, or moments from the first 100 episodes. And then Joe did the same thing. Yeah. So what we thought we would do is this week I'm going to uh, re-release that episode I did, uh, episode 100, part one. And it's basically Mike's favorite moments from the first 100 episodes. Um, so uh, without further ado, unless Joe has anything else to say, here it is. So without further ado, here it is. Why'd you do it twice? Because then you could cut out the, if Joe doesn't have anything else to say. Oh. You're not going to do it. I'm going to look so stupid. I'm, you know what's so <laughs> funny? I just cut out, like literally right before you messaged me, I cut out the most offensive joke that I've ever told on RuPaul's Drag Race Recap, but I saved it. I already know it. I know you Pulse know Night it. Club? Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> oh, you're keeping this up. I'm keeping this in. I don't give a shit. Uh, no one knows what the joke is on when I say when you all you have to do is say Pulse nightclub and people know it's offensive. So, yeah. um, but I kept the I kept the MP3 of it for my posterity. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. Uh, each week we call it one another and we just catch up. <laughs> that is the worst joke. <laughs> Sit on this crucifix and you're like, oh my gosh, this stop, 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 stop. Ow, yeah, I, I went there, Mike. I went there, motherfucker. Hey, hey Joey. Hi, Mike. Hey, Joey. Hi, Mike. No one would ever go to this what? many sex-sounding gay bars down the spiral staircase with a dancing monkey. Seriously. <laughs> Did you buy dog Viagra, Joey? It was nice catching up with you. Go to hell, Mike. Hey guys, it's Mike Lawson, and I am here without Joe. This is our 100th episode, and we thought that there was no better way to celebrate than taking a week off from one another. We actually are both going to be putting out a clip show that highlights some of our favorite moments in the past couple of years of catching up with each other. Joe's favorite clips will be posted later this week, so let's get started. The first few clips that I want to play for you are from way back in the archives when... You might remember this. There used to be a time when Joe would start each episode with jokes or with bits. 
and he doesn't really do that anymore, so I wanted to kind of highlight some of my favorites. Here you go. Hi, Joe. Well, on his way to podcasting fame, he lies. Oh. <laughs> Telling tall tales without any shame, he lies. Harboring hobos who still underwear, crispity, crunchity, <laughs> he doesn't care. Drowning his nights in terrible beer, he lies. Talking mad shit <laughs> on every queer, he lies. What? Bring, bringing his falsehoods to every show, his only wish is to slander Joe. <laughs> and so... Hey Joe. Uh yeah. <laughs> what up, dog? What? I'm Mike, that's Joe. I live in the San Francisco area, Joe lives in LA, and we've been friends for over a decade, and each week we call each other and just catch up. Yeah, and I'm the straight guy, and Mike is the gay guy. <laughs> Nobody will buy that for more than a minute. Hi Joey. Maybe far away, <laughs> or preferably real nearby, Neil Patrick Harris and his husband want to adopt a 30-something-year-old guy. <laughs> Did you write this one out? Maybe in a house, perhaps in Beverly Hills. He's sitting playing piano. He's sitting paying my bills. <laughs> Is it over yet? Betcha they're young. <laughs> Betcha they're smart. Betcha they buy all the things in my Amazon cart. Betcha they're good. Why shouldn't they be? Their big mistake has been ignoring me. Now are you done? So maybe now it's time, and maybe when they wake, I'll be standing by their bedside calling them baby. <laughs> now are you done? <laughs> now I'm done. Hey, Joe. Joe, I'm a gay ghost. A gay ghost? Yes. <laughs> like of my gay past or my no, gay future? No, I'm just a ghost who happens to be homosexual. Hey, Joey. My dearest Michael. <laughs> My deepest hope is that this letter finds you well. <laughs> when after two golden slumbers you failed to post mini-episode 17.5, I began to worry that something had happened to you. Was it scarlet fever? Was it consumption? Or worse yet, had you been eaten by a coyote? My imagination had been running wilder than a horse in the prairie. I'm worried about the stories I've heard about you. I've heard it said that you prefer to lie with men, that you fraternize with the mulatto, dance with the oriental, and court the dirty Mexican. I even heard that you fell in love with a genie in a turban from Persia. 
<laughs> Have these men become bewitched by the appendage in your trousers, which I hear is longer and wider than the Mississippi itself? Michael, come back home to Garden Grove where you belong. Life was simpler here. Yes, I know Garden Grove has its troubles. Remember when I found you in the middle of the night in Miles Square Park wrestling naked with other men? No. You later claimed you had all been robbed and were just trying to keep yourself safe from the elements. Well, I heard that in San Francisco, the same criminal found you and stole your long johns. That's why I'm going to the Bay Area, Michael, to bring you back home here where you belong in Garden Grove. Here where you will learn to love a woman. Here where you are the happiest you've ever been in your life. And here where we can be friends. Once again, the way we used to be. So I'm making the journey up the Golden Coast to fetch you. If I'm not at your house by Monday, please have your genie send his magic carpet. Your friend, <laughs> Joe Batanz. Hey, Joe. Oh, no one told you I would start the show this way. Joe lives in SoCal, you're in San Francisco Bay. Remember, you were fired from the gay night guys. Then you started your own boring show that's called what some would call live. But I'll catch up with you. You like men from Singapore. I'll catch up with you. It was black guys before. I'll catch up with you. Will you catch up with me too? All right, now on to some stories. Some of my favorite stories that Joe's that Joe tells include him being in pain or being uncomfortable. And I, I think that if you were to analyze this, you might conclude that I dislike Joe or that I want him to suffer. But when I went back and listened to some of these old episodes, I find that he's actually particularly skilled at telling stories of ridiculous stuff happening to him. He's really good at those, those kind of stories. So some of the better stories include Joe and Payne. And here's, here's one of my favorites. Oh, my God. Okay. Speaking of. So last Tuesday, I was doing nothing. Nothing. I was bored, right? Mm-hmm. And Richard was getting ready to move. And he goes, do you want to go with me to pick up my key and see the new place? And I was like, sure. So he goes, okay. And so um, I had to do a few things. And he's all, that's fine. And so then I go, then I'll leave. Well, I guess it wasn't that fine two hours later. Because he was like, where are you? And I was like, oh, I'm, I, I'll i go right now. Okay. So I, I, I took a quick shower and I like left, right? Well, I had just done laundry. That was one of my chores. And so I threw on like pants, but no belt, right? Cause I'm in such a hurry. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, it won't matter that much. We're, you know, who needs a belt? Right. So I rush over to Richard's house. And of course, there's a, a huge accident and everything like that. It takes forever to get there. And when I get there, Richard's like standing outside waiting for me. <laughs> With his and, arms crossed, tapping yes, his foot. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. And like running around. 
And so then I'm like, okay, okay. He's like, get in the car, get in the car. He goes, we have to go. We have to drive to Burbank. And I was like, I thought we were going to East LA. He's like, no, I got to run this other errand and they close at four and you're late. We got to go. And I was like, okay. Oh my God. So we jump in the car and we fight again. If you don't know LA to get from West LA to Burbank at like three o'clock <sighs> nightmare. So it took forever, but we get to Burbank, right? And I'm like, why are we even here? What's going on in Burbank? And he goes, just come on with me. And I get out of the car and I follow him to a hat store. What? A hat store. Like, not like a baseball cap store, but like a, a place that sells like bowlers and derbies and cowboy hats and everything like that. Fedoras? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I go, what are we doing here? He goes, and he's like, really? Like, I'm being, the, like, he's, he's, Treating me like I'm the ridiculous one. He's like, um, I need a top hat. And I go, for what? He goes, Halloween. And I go, Richard, that's four months away. <laughs> and he goes, if I don't do it now, I'll never do it. So we walk into this hat store and my pants are falling the whole time. <laughs> I'm constantly picking them up like a hobo. And they go, well, we have one top hat. Try that on, right? And he tries it on. It's too small. Okay. And he goes, they're like, well, we can custom make one for you. And he's like, oh, okay. How much is it? And they're like, $750. And I'm all, he's like, okay, thanks. And I'm like, uh, just buy one at a magic shop or something, you know, like a cheapy one. He goes, uh, I go, thank God you're not going to get that one. Right. He goes, no, I'm still going to get it. I'm going to pay $700 to get a top hat. What? What's it going to be for Halloween? I have no idea. And I go, for, to wear a top hat once? And he goes, well, if I get it custom made, I'll just wear it all the time. Like, what? <laughs> In the shower? Yeah, you're just going to walk around wearing a top hat? He's like Arthur. Like he's Mr. Peanut? <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, What? <laughs> And he's like, yes, I think, and he was like, really? Like, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna get, I think I'm gonna order it. I don't know yet. So, so we leave, right? He goes, I need to stop somewhere else too. Oh, we go to his house and we pick up the key. We <laughs> Is do it all the, that. the monocle store? Mike, the story's not over. <laughs> so I, so we stop, we get his key. I look at the place. It's cute, you know, whatever. Okay. He goes, can we make one more stop before we go back? I'm like, sure. So we go to the third street promenade, which is a very touristy place in Santa Monica. And my cousin, because he's from Santa Monica, goes, I'm not going to pay for parking. So we park, like, I'm not even joking, half a mile away, which isn't that far of a walk. If your pants stay up. If your pants stay up. So the whole time, my pants are falling down, and he's, like, walking super fast. And I'm like, Richard, hold up. My pants are falling down. He goes, well, look, there's an H&M right there. Go in there and buy something, right? Mm -hmm. So I go to H&M, which, of course, is... <laughs> only meant for people who are like anorexic so there's no belts for me mm -hmm. so i went in there and i bought suspenders <laughs> no you didn't did you I really did. i did my pants are falling down <laughs> and you had to wear them on the outside of your shirt no i went to a bathroom i changed which by the way have you ever worn suspenders well when i was like a child and in band yeah they're, I'm Mike. I'm not a mate. I'm not, I'm not kidding. They're amazing. Really? But you wore them touching your skin? 
Yeah, I had a worm touching my skin. That's weird. Yeah, well, I was look, desperate times call for desperate measures. But but then my pants were staying up, and I was like, oh my god, I, we can like we can go walking wherever you want now, right? <laughs> but I was telling Richard, I go only two gay men would go on errands for a top hat and suspenders. <laughs> I go, let's go to Capizio and buy some tap shoes. <laughs> And the next clip that I pulled has two of my favorite elements. It has Joe in pain, which I told you uh, is important. Joe being embarrassed is always funny. And then it also has a second element that I really love, and that's Joe's mom. Any story with Joe's mom is a hit. And here's one with Joe in pain and Joe's mom. Uh, I went uh, – my mom wanted to do some shopping, so I decided to go with her. And the on the way to the first stop, which my mom, this is so Mexican, loves Kmart as much as I, <laughs> as much as I try and turn her on to like Target, she just won't have it. She insists that that Kmart is cheaper. Okay. Have you have you been to a Kmart recently? I haven't been to a Kmart in probably seven years. It looks like what you would imagine that type of store look like in like Warsaw, Poland, in like 1987. <laughs> like it's everything's gray and like fluorescent lighting and super depressing mm-hmm. and they always have like terrible celebrities that have lines there I'd be like kathy ireland <laughs> you know or like uh sandra lee from food yeah. network you know anyway so on our way to kmart uh i get a phone call from my ward jose so we're chit-chatting so we get in the parking lot. My mom's like, oh, I'm just, you know, she's just going to mouse. She's just going to go in the store. I can just sit in the car. I'm like, okay. Like, not like I'm dying to go into Kmart anyway, right? So the window's open. I can totally breathe. But she locks the, co- the car. She sets the alarm on the car. And she's like, do-do-do-do-do, and leaves, right? I'm talking to Jose, and I notice that she's left her wallet right there. So I tell Jose, look, I got to call my mom. She left her wallet here. I call her. She left her cell phone in the car, <laughs> right? And now she's in Kmart doing all her shopping. Uh-huh. And you're, you can't exit the car? The alarm will go off? Oh, yeah. I, I, I tried to exit the car, and the alarm goes, meep, meep, meep. And everybody at Kmart is staring at me. So I just like, close the door right away and just sit there. Does the alarm turn off when you close the door? After like a minute. So why didn't you just run it into her? I don't know. I got scared. So I just sat there like, and I just stared straight ahead because everyone was staring at me. Uh-huh. So I just like, I, I think I thought if I just look like a statue, they would think like my mom <laughs> bought some fat statue or something. I don't know. Okay. So I just stared straight ahead and then um, finally the alarm went off and I just sat there and finally after like 20 minutes, my mom, I see her, exits the Kmart and she's standing at the door. She's like, Joe, she's like shouting across the parking lot. Joey, my wallet is, is my wallet there? I go, yeah, it's right here. And she goes, bring it to me. And I'm like, I can't. <laughs> and she's like, Joey, bring it to me right now. And I'm like, I cannot bring you the wallet. And she's like, why not? Like, it's just like we're having this whole conversation. So finally yeah. she goes up there. She goes up to the car and she You should have like, yelled, call me. I know, seriously. <laughs> I, I, she comes up to the car and she's like, Joey, I don't understand why you couldn't bring me the wallet. And I just handed it to her. I just didn't want to deal with her. Which, by the way, I know she wasn't buying my Christmas present because the other day she goes, do you want to go to your father and I are going to buy tickets to like Disney on ice? Do you want to go? I was like, no. And she goes, Joey, when are you going to get to see your nieces? Your nieces are going to love Disney on ice. You should go. She goes, we're going to buy the ticket. And I was like, 
okay, I guess. And then she tells me and my brother that's our Christmas present. (laughs) Now, not all of my stories take place at gay bars, but a lot of them do. I guess you could say if Joe's best stories are the ones where he's in pain or embarrassed, you could say that mine maybe uh, take place with a little bit of liquor. So here's one of uh, a story that's from way, way, way back in the archives. And it's actually the origin of a phrase that Joe has started to use a lot where he calls me the worst gay guy. Uh, And this is the origin of that phrase. And it's from episode four. So I get on the trolley car and it kind of slowly is filling up with people. There's a bell ring? Do they go like ding, ding, Mm -hmm, ding, mm -hmm, ding, mm -hmm. like that? Yeah. Oh. And it's filling up with people. There's an empty seat next to me they're like bench seating but there's a big open spot next to me and this kind of handsome guy gets on and he's like walking back towards the seat and i'm like yes yes here we go and if we could pause the story for one second this is why i think gay bars are important and why like gay pride is important gay events are important because yeah because we need to really learn how to ride a trolley car (laughs) because i'm sitting in like a very gay area so I feel like what happens next in the story only happened because I'm in a gay area. This in real life, this doesn't happen for gay people. This happens for straight people though, because it's everyone's just assumed straight. But anyway, he's walking back and there's an empty seat, empty seat next to me. And I'm like, Oh, I saved this seat for you. And he like smiles and sits down. And then we end up talking while we're waiting for the trolley to start. And, Blah, 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 blah. We just talk a little bit and I'm thinking I'm going to get off this train and never see the guy again. But whatever. It was just kind of like innocent flirting, right? So we the trolley finally starts and then he says, hey, there's a bar up here called something. I forget what it's called. He's all, do you want to get off and get a couple drinks? Wait, 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 wait. Hold on for a second. This is, okay, this is already starting very queer as folk. One, <laughs> two, like a queer as folk episode. Sure. But two, um... Had you guys been talking the whole time that you guys, you guys really hit it off or are you guys quiet and then all of a sudden it's like, let's go get a couple of drinks? No, no, no. We were talking the whole time because part of the story I left out, there was a guy that was on the train that was either an asshole or very drunk. I couldn't tell. Maybe both. But okay. so we were kind of like judging him because he walked around and closed all the windows and he's like, in America, when it's cold, we shut the windows. And we're like, who's he, ta- right. who's he talking to that's not American on this train? Like, yeah. And, what, and where, what culture is he talking about that doesn't shut windows? Right. Right. <laughs> but so You we, know how those Mexicans never shut their windows. We were just kind of like making fun of him. And then there was a family across from us that was like clearly tourists. Wait, wait. You're, you're, give, you're giving us details that are not important. One, because now I know where this is going. One. How old is he? He is, I learned, 33, and I'm 32 okay. next month. Okay, age appropriate. Two, what nationality is he? I don't know. Maybe Hispanic of some sort. His last, what? well, I'm going to edit this out. His last name is but it's with a B, not a V. No, no, that can happen. Okay, three, how tall is he? Um, Maybe an inch or two taller than me. Four, is he a top or a bottom? I don't know. We didn't, I didn't ask that. Oh, yeah. I'm sure we're going to find out eventually. <laughs> well, okay. So we go into this bar. It's a piano bar, by the way, that is oh, – no, wait. And not only is it a piano bar, but their specialty is martinis. So they have like 400 kinds of martinis and one kind of beer. Like, <laughs> Did you take the time – I'm not even joking. I'm not – this is not a fucking joke, what you're going to hear right now. 
did you take a time machine of the 70s? Like, this is to me, like, if you told me this story, if you told me this story and the birth of the AIDS movement, like, you know, the sex in the 70s, I would think this is the same thing. You're not even joking. You really want to know if I took a time machine. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Did, you, did Dr. Brown find you and tell your kids were the problem in 2016 or something? And did you go back in time to the 70s? And is this your son that you're fucking? So then the band played on. Let me explain. And then <laughs> we oh, you, see why nothing but age references to you now. And the band played on. All right. Go on. Randy Schultz book. Thank you. AIDS book. I know my gay history. Move on. So we we get to the bar. I mean, we actually got off like a block early and we wa- had to walk. And then we get to the bar. We order drinks and we kind of have to sit it's kind of a loud place but we start talking and i'm not gonna i'm I'm speaking for the audience just get to the fucking i'm not even joking he asks where i was and i explained so i asked where he was and he explained that he was meeting up with his boyfriend and they what yes and they argued all night wait 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 who is it who's this person who does that joe wait so you didn't hook up with him no we sat Uh. we sat and talked for like two hours and then i got on the train and went home then now i'm angry about a different reason now okay what a fucking cock tease right god there's nothing i hate more than a okay there's two okay oh 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 okay look one i hate cock teases but two and i have friends who do this all right because look, I'm an entertaining person. We all know this. America voted, okay? <laughs> and I was voted most entertaining person ever, okay? One. Two. We all know that I'm entertaining. So I have friends who will call me and they're just calling me because they want, they can't, God forbid they're not entertained for two minutes from the parking structure to where they're going. And so they'll call me. And they're like, oh, hey, Joe, what's going on? And then I'm entertaining for two minutes. And then they're like, I got to go. Bye. I hate those people, even though they're my friends. Yeah. I hope they go to hell after they die. One, two, that's what this guy did to you. And it has to be some offensive term for it where they fucking use you to entertain them. So he's going to this bar. He doesn't want to sit alone. And so he asks you to go and entertain him. And he fucked you over. Let me add a couple details. Let me add a couple details. I think... This story could have ended a little bit different. It could have been a little more Philadelphia or something where I did get AIDS if I had pursued it. But once the story of the boyfriend and the arguing and all of this came out, I was kind of like not interested. Like I'm getting played. Do you think he was hinting at a threesome? No, I think he was wanting a one-nighter because he was like – Oh, wait. Oh, 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 wait, 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 wait. Okay. This story is taking many twists and turns. He was kind of like, well, yeah, I don't – I said something like, how do you, how long have you been with the boyfriend, with your boyfriend? He was like, well, I don't know if we are anymore after tonight. Like, kind of trying to make me feel like they had argued so strongly that. Okay, no, 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 no. Now I'm changing. Now I'm shifting gears again. Wait, this guy, you so you think this guy wanted a one night stand with you? Well, he offered, yeah. <gasps> he offered? He offered? This happened? Yeah. But I'm not. What int- the hell is the matter? Why aren't you doing this? This is, I do not get this. I do not get this at all. Nobody. (laughs) You understand something. Nobody ever offers me one night stands. If I get laid, it is through the hard work that it typifies this country. That's the only way I get laid. It's through my, it's like using every muscle of my personality, right? Is used to get laid. Okay. I use no muscle, you're saying. 
I worked it hard. Yes, this seat is safe for you. Why don't you come sit next to me? And then I like. No, 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 my no. This is what you, this is what you people do. This is what you people do. The cute people think that they worked hard to get it. You don't know fucking working hard. You do not understand it. And ugly people who are listening to this show, they know what I'm talking about. We're starting a movement. Do you hear the ugly people sing? Okay. That's the name <laughs> of the musical. <laughs> Okay. The theme song for the movement. It is, yeah, okay. yes, it is. That is what it, you're, you're asking someone if that seat is. Do you know how much fucking? It's like I'm writing a goddamn novel to be charming on Grinder. Like it is like I am. Like you don't understand something. It is deep, deep game that I use just so a guy will jack off in front of me. Do you understand that? And you're like, oh, this seat's. I saved the seat for you. Oh, sure. Ah. You're a jerk because you're kind of downplaying the amount of work it took for me to get asked to go to that bar. No, it didn't take work. Here's what it is. You're thin. You're white. You're young. You're single. Guy, gay guys are just throwing their their, their ass at you. <sighs> That's not true. This is getting And me. you turned it down. You turned it down. Well, because I, how gross that he's arguing with the boyfriend and then he just wants me to go to his place. What do you care? What do you care? You get your dick sucked. Why does that concern you, what they're doing? <laughs> Why does that concern you? Don't, what concern is that of yours? Well, don't make me have regrets now. <laughs> you should have regrets. Here's another one of my favorite stories. It's actually kind of two stories in one. It starts with a bet, and then it moves on to a guy at a bar. So here you go. Tell me what you would do in this situation. So I lost a bet with one of my roommates. Mm-hmm. He, We were like out to frozen yogurt and there was a really hot guy that walked by and I was like, I will buy your drinks all night if you go ask that guy for his number. Okay. So, and he's like, the, he's pretty timid and not, not very daring. So I didn't think that he would actually do it. Okay. But he's, he jumped. Wait, 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 sorry. Is he hot? The hot guy or my roommate? Your roommate. He's good looking. Okay. Go so on. he jumps up and he goes to ask this guy for his phone number. But the little dickhead, he went up and he was like, hey, my friend said if I ask for your <gasps> phone number, I'm going to get drinks all night. Oh, no. It's a fucking cheater, right? Yeah, that's but, cheating. But I didn't. There were no rules in place. So he got the number. So when we're walking to the car, I was like, okay, you kind of cheated. But if you text him. I will still buy you drinks. Text him and invite him to the to the bar with us. Okay. Now, did you get? Did you think this guy was hot? Oh my god, it was so hot. He was Wait, like, was he white? Yeah, he was what? white. He was like Mike Lawson likes a white guy. Shut up. And so we are walking to the car, and he texts, and he said like, "Hey, um, we're all gonna hang out at the White Horse t- tonight. I get free drinks, so you should show up. Whatever, something like that." Mm-hmm. And the guy responded. I'm on my way to meet my boyfriend. <gasps> so he was gay. But he's like, I'm on my way to meet my boyfriend. I don't think I'll make it. <sighs> um, I'm glad that it pays to be daring or something like that, which was nice. Yeah. Okay, so here's the dilemma. So we get to the bar. I'm buying my roommate drinks, a couple drinks. Wait. Wouldn't it be amazing if this guy was the boyfriend of the guy you went on the hike with? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that would be pretty good. For those of you listening for the first time, Mike um, had this run-in with this guy who maybe wanted to hook up with Mike, but they had a boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. So we're at the bar. I'm buying a f- – we're a couple drinks in, and then my other roommate shows up, 
who works in real estate and he sold a house that day that he's been like struggling with. So he was like, drinks on me all night, you guys. Just everything's on me. So my roommate, who I lost a bet to, is like, nope, Mike's buying for me. Isn't that what? kind of a dickhead That's move? kind of dick move. He, you know what he should have done? Is like, okay, Mike, let's save this for another night or something like that. Okay, save this for another night. Or By the way, this bought- sounds like a, an episode of How I Met Your Brother or something like that. You bought, you bought me a few, so we'll call it even because yeah. – Oh, whatever. yeah. Oh, yeah. You, oh, yeah. What a jerk. Okay, yeah. go ahead. So that so that happened. So we're at the bar, the local bar, and there's a guy there named Joel. He always shows up at like midnight when I'm already drunk or like getting ready to leave. And so he shows up and we've we've talked before, we dance together a lot, whatever, but we've never hung out outside of the bar. And he's actually the one I don't know if you remember the other day, he text messaged me and I just saw Joel pop up, but I thought it was Joe. I thought it was you. Okay. And the text message said, like, what's up, homie? And then I responded, stupid, because (laughs) homie. Uh But then I I thought it was you, so I was rude to him. Wait a minute. You should not feel right. You should never feel – I don't like this story. You shouldn't feel, okay, be rude to me. Well, it was like because that, if you said, what's up, homie, that is stupid. And That's how I talk, actually, in real life. Joe, you're being stupid. But for this guy, that's like – how he really is <laughs> okay so i responded wait hold on stop is he hot yeah he's really good looking oh god okay. so i responded stupid and wait is he white no yeah okay thank you okay what is he i don't really know i think what? he's That's so hot he's african-american and Ooh. maybe something else Ooh. so i responded stupid and then he was like whoa calling me stupid and then i played it off as a joke i was like haha whatever but okay so and he wanted to go to a movie but i already had plans so that was that time and then wait who were you going to the movie with no he wanted to go to the movies yeah i know but who did you have plans with oh i don't remember what my plans were it was like i had work to do or something it's uh, like a wednesday night you are the worst <laughs> fucking gay guy i swear to god i'm sorry i have a job Okay, go ahead. Okay, so this weekend at the bar, he shows up. We're same old story, dancing and talking and drinking, whatever. And I get pretty drunk because I wasn't buying. And then, like, I'm getting ready to go home, and he just starts following me home. Wait, what? Yeah. Well, like, he just starts walking with me. And I was like, well, I'm going home. And he was like, all right, let's go. (gasps) Oh! So he comes to my house, and then the next morning, <laughs> skip to the next morning. Wait, why? What happened? <laughs> well, I maybe I got laid. Okay. <gasps> oh my god! Hallelujah! <laughs> Finally, you do something right. Wait, okay, sorry. Uh, wh- uh, now that I have your attention, though, really quickly, I want to go back to something. Do you still get the Asian glow when you drink? A little bit, yeah. Uh, for p- those of you who don't know, I don't know why anyone would know. When Mike drinks, he gets that like you know how Asian people get super super red and hot. So does Mike. It has something to do with like an enzyme. Yeah, they can't break breaking down, down alcohol. I wonder, yeah, I wonder if it has to do with your diabetes as well. Maybe I don't really drink hard liquor as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. I kind of stick to like beer. 
So yeah, I okay. He, so okay, speaking of uh, getting hot and flushed, what happened with Joel? So he comes over and that's it. So the next morning when we're waking up, he he works like seven days a week. He's a cook at uh, he owns like a food truck catering company sort of thing. Okay, so now we know he's half Mexican too. All right, <laughs> we know so, what the other part is. So he's waking up and he's like, I had to go to work, whatever. He's getting ready and he's like, I can't find my phone. So I pick up my phone and I call it, call it. And I hear it ringing like from my nightstand. And he's like looking all over and he's like, maybe it's in my jacket. And he's like going the wrong direction. And I look at my nightstand and under my nightstand, his phone is there. So it like fell behind the nightstand. Yeah. So I pick it up as it's still ringing. And in the phone, my phone number's there, and it says, Mark, question mark. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is the (laughs) most horrible, horrible story I have ever heard. So he doesn't even know my name. No. (laughs) No. Oh yeah. my god. I know. And when we talk about news stories, a lot of times it's uh, Joe making jokes about dead people or talking about the hotness of dead people. It's kind of just the way he is. Um, about four years ago, a 14-year-old was shot and killed uh, up here near some railroad tracks in Richmond, uh, which is a horrible story. It's actually still unsolved and yada, yada, yada. But... Uh, it, there are a bunch of kids who are going to go looking for the body <laughs> and sing 50 songs along the way and then have a life-changing experience at the end. Yeah. And um, also on top of that, there's uh, this treasure map and One-Eyed Willie <laughs> has this like unfound uh, ship that they're trying to find on top of all oh, of that. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Um. So so this kid, I mean, tragically was killed, uh, shot and killed uh, near train tracks in Richmond. What's happening in L.A.? Anything? Oh, yeah. Um, Okay. This is the craziest story. So some guy walked into a Home Depot in L.A. Mm -hmm. And just walked up to like this, like saw and just grabbed a saw and then started sawing his own arms off. Like an electric saw, right? Yeah, like an electric saw. Crazy. Here's where the guy's dumb. What I would have done. Because he did it himself. That's hard. There's all those Mexicans standing outside. I would have hired a couple to saw my arms off. <laughs> Just give yeah. him lunch. Give him lunch and drop him back off at the same place. Okay. No, but you know what's actually kind of cool is, so he started sawing his own arm off and then he like, passed out from the pain. And um, like this badass paramedic, I, I didn't, they didn't show a picture of him, but I have this imagination that he's hot because paramedics are always hot. And um, he was a fireman, an off-duty fireman, actually. Oh, he was an off-duty. Okay, it's even hotter. Off-duty fireman like totally did like badass MacGyver shit and like used stuff in the hardware store, like tourniquet his arms, like save the guy's life right there. That is right. so fucking hot. I would have blown him right. Th- I, okay, this is what I would have done. I would have taken the guy's arm and jacked him off with that guy's arm. That's how turned Ew. on. I w- <laughs> Not your own arm. No, because I, you know, when I, I don't like giving hand jobs. My arm gets tired. But this guy's arm, you know, it, he's not using it. So I would have just used this guy's arm, 
to jack off the fireman. <laughs> the guy was clearly crazy. What was he trying to prove? Was he trying to kill himself? So then we're going to wrap up this show, and I'm going to include a little take from uh, one of the episodes. I think it's episode 12, where we're closing up. We just talked about Grinder and Scruff and that sort of thing. And it turns out Joe isn't even listening to what I'm doing in the following week. And how to measure the impact and blah, boring, boring, boring. But I'm excited and scared and have I, it's a lot of work. So I have a lot of like planning and stuff to do for for that, which is Wednesday. And that's that's pretty much all I got going on. Lots of swimming, lots of y, YMCA time, and then getting ready for this talk. Mike, can I admit some, Can I admit something to you? Yeah. I got a message on Scruff while you were talking. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And I totally went on Scruff and was, like, looking at the message. <laughs> Joe, I, op- I opened my grinder when we were talking about it to see if I had messages. <laughs> this is so bad. We have a problem. Oh, my God. I'm deleting it today. I'm not. <laughs> Joe, it's a problem, right? It is. It's addicting. Like, I, I was I was with people today. They were talking to me, and I couldn't stop staring at my phone. <laughs> I just got another message right now. Literally just got a message. R, someone named R, just woofed at me. I have, like, four waiting, but I'm not actually looking at messages right no, now. I, I was, no, I looked at the messages. I looked at the messages while you're talking about the YMCA. Thank you guys so much for listening to 100 episodes. It's crazy that we've gotten to 100. Um, thank you for downloading. Thank you for emailing and tweeting and all that kind of thing. And look for Joe's highlights later in this week. And that's it. Bye, guys. Go to hell, Mike. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Find a new episode each week at cupodcast.com, in iTunes, or in the Stitcher Smart Radio app. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash cupodcast. Follow us on Twitter at cupodcast. Email us at guys at cupodcast.com. Or call our listener line at 510-239-7798. Um, I mean... Um, uh, um, um, um. Uh, um, use action to defeat worry and fear. Do something to change what can be changed, and you'll no longer be afraid. <laughs>